Um, we are blessed to be alive. We are blessed to be alive again. We're alive again. Not just were we alive, but Hashem gave us the gift of life that we're able to wake up in the morning. Raba Amuna Secha, which means Hashem has tremendous faith and He has tremendous belief in us. And He believes in us so much. And that's why Hashem gives us challenges. The reason Hashem gives us challenges is because He wants us to know Him. And He wants us to get to know ourselves. And He wants us to get to know Him. And He wants us to get to know what we are about and why we're put in this world and what our purpose is and who I am, and what my strengths are, and what my weaknesses are. As Rabbi Yisrael Salanta says, could a person technically live in this world for 70 years, and he doesn't even know himself. He doesn't even know himself. And that's Rabbi Yisrael Salanta saying that about himself. Could you imagine, could you imagine, that's before cell phones, that's before distractions, that's before ADD, that's before all of the challenges of, of our generation where we're constantly distracted. That's one of the quotes that we said that one of the purposes of this world is to distract us from our purpose in this world. One of the purposes of this world is to distract us from our purpose in this world. Why was I put in this world? What does Hashem want from me? And one of the strongest things that a person can, can be, fall, fall into is his negative thinking, is all the terrible things that I've done, all the Averis, that's the, one of the biggest things that the Yetzirah always wants us to remember. And that is that the goal of the Yetzirah, as the Tzaddikim tell us, is not to make us do something wrong. That's not the goal of the Yetzirah. The goal of the Yitzhahara is not for us to do an Aveira. The goal of, of the Yitzhahara is for us to feel low, for us to feel bad. Not to think that I did something wrong, but that I am a, there's something wrong with me. There's something wrong with me. That's the goal of the Yitzhahara. Yitzhahara wants us to feel that there's a mum, right? They say that's the difference, lahavdal. They say that's the difference between guilt and shame. Right? Shame is terrible. Shame is a very painful thing. Shame is, I am wrong. I am, my essence is wrong. Guilt is, I did something wrong. I'm not be'etzem wrong. I'm not be'etzem, uh, when I say I'm not wrong, it doesn't mean I'm not wrong in my thoughts. It means that, that there's something wrong with me. That's shame. There's something wrong with me. Guilt is the fact, okay, I did something wrong, but I'm, there's something beautiful about me. The Yitzhahara is always pushing shame. The Yitzhahara is always pushing, you are, there's something defective with you. You're a defect. You're, you're, your essence is a mum. Your essence is a blemish. Wow, nice. Meyer, yes. And then you said that guilt is, uh, you, know, you know what's right and you did something wrong. So you, you still know what's right. Beautiful. It's a shame. Beautiful. You can't do what's right because it's yourself. I Beautiful. Wrong, so. Beautiful. I like that. Beautiful. Shreif Meyer. 
Start off the, the end of the, the next part of this mantra strong. But that's true, beautiful. And it fits very good with, with what Maya was saying. Because the shot is, is that your brain gets confused. Because it's like, I can't even think straight. I don't even know right from wrong. It's not true. You do. You do know. Just, you've made the wrong decisions. You've made the wrong choices. I like that very much. Now, the reason we start off with purity of speech is because the reason we're in Gullus and the reason we have all the pain and the suffering is because of sinas chinam, is because we haven't figured out a way how to love each other and how to love Jews and how to love ourselves and how to, how to connect ourselves better to each other and to ourselves. Because that's one and the same. If you have trouble connecting to another person, ready for this one, everyone? If you have trouble connecting to people, that means you have trouble connecting to yourself. People in general to anybody? Uh, let's say, uh, I don't mean people as, as uh, I mean relationships. Meeting, if you're, as a, what? You're saying as a whole, you're better. Right, if, you're, if you have, well, I, I don't know if it's so much, well, bad in relationships. If you're, if, meaning the way we relate to others is the way we relate to ourselves. The way we relate to ourselves is the way we relate to others. And when there's blockage in your relationship with people, it means there's blockage in your relationship with yourself. So the reason I'm saying that is because Lashon Hara is that there's blockage. It means I look at people negatively. So of course, that means I look at myself negatively. If I don't love someone else, it's because I really truly don't love myself. So the reason we start off with purity of speech is because uh, it's all about a person learning how to, how to be bishlemus how to become at peace and to figure out how to know yourself and to accept yourself and to connect to yourself and to, to learn yourself, to understand yourself, to understand all the different parts of you and all the challenges that you have to see the good in yourself, to see the good in others. Because that's the shot. When a person has a great day, we say create yourself a great day, right? Is that this day is a is a tremendous blessing from Hashem. And the goal is for me to see the blessing, for me to see all the blessings that I have, to see the blessings in my family, to see the blessings with God in Hashem in my life, to see the blessings being in Yeshiva, that I'm able to learn Torah, <coughs> and I'm able to sit in Yeshiva, have three meals a day, and what happens? The Sahara makes you Meshuggah in your head. The Sahara makes you, oh, I gotta do this, I gotta do that. I gotta do this, I gotta fill up my desires like this, I gotta do like this, I gotta do like that. It's a horror makes you nuts in your head. It's all in your head. It's all in your head. As opposed to learning to change your brain and to figure out a way. To change your brain is to learn how to put good stuff in your head. That's the goal. You gotta learn how to put good stuff in your head. You gotta put good stuff in your heart. That's the medicine, as the Kutzke Rebbe said to the, his Hasidim, and the Kutzke Rebbe was not a uh, simple man. Uh, he was a big, big tzaddik. Besides being a big tzaddik, he was, a, he was known for the truth. He was a truth, truth. Uh, you can't even say the word truth when you're talking about the Kutzke Rebbe. He, like, he was like MS, 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 MS. And he's the one who said, don't worry about not doing Averis. Don't, they said, how can we stop doing Averis? says, don't worry about not doing Averis. Be so busy doing good things that you don't have time to think about Averis. You don't have time to do anything wrong. 
So that's the pshat also in seeing the negative. Oh, I wanna, I'm such a negative person. Be so busy bombarding your brain with positive thoughts. Be so busy with love and positivity that you don't have time to think about anything negative. It's not the pshat, oh, I gotta uproot, right? We all, we all wanna say, we all say like, oh, I gotta get rid of my negative thinking, I'm such a negative guy. The answer to that is what? Don't worry about that. Just, just bombard yourself with love and put yourself in situations where you get love and you have to take responsibility for that also. That takes time. It takes time for a person to do that. Okay, question, comments? And then we will begin in purity of speech. It's hard for me to wait to tell you guys how many days left we have in yeshiva, but I'm going to have patience and I'm going to wait till the end. Because if you didn't, th- I think I didn't take account. I took account. I have a double count. For <coughs> I'm still going to hold off till the end of Shira Blina. Yeah, go. Question, comments? Question, comments? Yeah, you don't have them. Nobody has to. I just, yeah, I, no, I just, I just like it. I like, I like I hearing from everyone. Mm-hmm. I was thinking about um, reflexology. Uh, the drama is talking about blockages. There's a blockage in your, in your relationship with yourself, so it's going to come out with somebody else. It's like the body, if there's a blockage in my hand, it could come out in my knee. So really? If you work with, on the blockage in your hand, the knee will be the Wow. Amazing. I mean, that's the way reflexology works? Yeah. Wow. So if there's blockage in my hand, my foot or my ear, then it affects my knee or other parts of your body. Your brain. Unbelievable. Okay, shkoch. That's why you got to go get a massage, everybody. You got to go get a massage. Sign up, everybody. Right? But it's true. What's the shot? The shot is, thank you, Rafi. You see, even physically, the way Hashem made the body is that when there's blockage in one part of the body, there's blockage in the other. So, so too, in Klal Yisrael, right? That's the thing they say about Lashon Hara. It's one of the, the things they say. If your hand does something wrong, you don't beat up your hand. Because it's part of me. So, so, too, if somebody does something wrong. And the best thing you could do is, when you learn to forgive people, and you learn to see the, the good in people, then you learn to see the good in yourself. You feel so much better. You, 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 you feel so much better. Yes, Yoni. If a person plants doing a vera, it's better than not. Like, uh, like the Yitzhar doesn't want, he wants you to not plan to do the vera, then you like, feel bad doing it. Okay, again, I'm, I'm not, uh, what's your question? A person plans to do a vera, he says, okay, I'm doing a vera. Right. And after he feels good about it because he, he was aware of it. Okay, he doesn't feel good about it. Why would he feel good about it? Because he doesn't have any guilt or shame or anything about it. Okay, then he has to work on, then he has to question himself at why he doesn't, <coughs> he doesn't feel bad that he's doing something wrong. So I'm going to plan. So people don't plan, you don't plan of, of he feels hurting. He feels bad. <coughs> right. Okay. You know. He's not so like Ather. Not so like says. Not so like Ather. That's one of the reasons we don't do tshuva is because we think it's mutter. The first time you do something bad, you're like, oh my gosh. And then the fifth time, you're like, it's a mitzvah. Yeah, so you got to do tshuva. That, that, that's Where's a the Yitzhahara in there? Yeah, he's, he, it's even worse. It's even worse because there you, you're okay. You're not even at the left. You, you think everything's okay. 
So at least you're not even battling with the Yitzhara. He covers it up. He's covering up that he's even there. He's covering up he's even there. That's even worse. Because then you think you're okay. At least when you feel bad, you know, oh, my feeling bad? That's the Yitzhara. I identify it. I identify it as the Yitzhara. If I feel good, I don't even, right? That's denial. Don't even notice I'm lying. That's worse. I can't feel good doing something wrong unless it's no, he could, but I'm saying, but then you're in worse shape, right? If you have somebody who's, who's doing something bad and he's like, oh, I love doing something. I love the fact that I'm, that I'm you know, you know uh, doing bad things, whatever it is, then that's terrible because then he's, he's going to, right? The Mesut Sharp says it. There's two types of darknesses. The darkness of not knowing, right? And then there's the darkness of, of strengthening that which you're doing that's bad. Right? If a person eats unhealthy, and he says, I know that I'm eating unhealthy, this is bad for my body. Right? So good. I, I, it's terrible, but I know that it's bad for me. As opposed to someone says, yes, I am going to push, you know, and advocate for eating unhealthy. Right? So it's, uh, of course, it's much worse. Not pushing, you're just like, uh, okay. Yeah, you've surrendered. You've surrendered. You've surrendered. You've surrendered. Yeah. You got to think about it. It's a great question. You got to analyze yourself, and you have to know what you're okay with and what you're not okay with. Correct. Yeah. Meaning you're already taking the positive out of the itzara to say it's good that I feel bad about something. Okay, that's a mature way of looking at it. That's mature to say I feel bad is a good thing that I feel bad. Right. That's right. Correct. You gotta you gotta learn it. Right. Okay. You're a mature guy, Yoni. A lot of people are not like. A lot of people are like. Oh, I'm a nobody. I'm a this. I but can't do any. I can't do anything. Feels, that's because he feels guilt. Right. Right. It's okay. Okay. That, good. I mean, you, you're right. Correct. Meaning, good. You did. You you did. Just also, you're also a mature guy. No, I'm being serious. You too. I'm not worried about you too, because you're motivated from your bad things, and you are uh, you're accepting of it. And you know what you're doing. A guy who's who's in bed, sleeping all day, is mostly shame. He's, he's mostly like, oh, I'm a nothing, I'm a, I'm a this. He's not able to step up and to say, okay, I feel bad, but I'm going to turn those bad feelings into strength. That's what you both, Yoni and Yadidya, come on, you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. You guys are, 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 you know, you guys work it through. You guys work it through. Exactly. Okay, let us begin. Beautiful. Let us begin the Hilchas Lashon Hara, repeating a statement that can be interpreted in both a positive or negative way, may fall under the category of Avak Rechilas. Let's do Chazara. Chazara is talking about other people. Talking about other people is pure, straight Lashon Hara. This person is like this. That's Lashon Hara. When you pin two people against each other, that's Rechilas. Did you hear what Shlaimi? Did you hear what Yankel? Did you hear what Chaim said about you? Pure Rechilas. Did you hear what your roommate said about you? Yeah, your roommate even told me that you are a selfish person. Why do you have to do that? Why do you have to throw your roommate in there? That's called Rechilas. So says the Chavetz Chaim in Hilchas Rechilas Beis Beis Gimel, Mrs. Free, your mother's neighbor tells you. This is the example. You know, your mother is always cooking. Okay? So, 
I don't know what this Mrs. Free thing is. Right, your mother's, I'm on page 185, day 72. The statement can be interpreted negatively. Your mother is very food-minded. However, it could also be interpreted positively. Your mother is always has guests and therefore constantly needs to provide them with food. Are you permitted to repeat this statement to your mother? Okay, very good. So Mrs. Freed comes to you, whoever Mrs. Freed is, and she says, your mother is always cooking. So could you say to your mother, Mommy, Mrs. Freed said you're always cooking. Does it have, because it has a double statement to it. So says the Chavetz Chaim, if it is repeated in a way that shows that Mrs. Freed meant it as a compliment, then you are allowed to repeat it, which basically means you have to be careful how you are repeating it. Shalom, Mayor. Right? That you have to be careful how you repeat it. You don't just want to say, oh, Mrs. Freed said that you're, um, that mommy, Mrs. Freed said about you that you cook a lot. You have to be careful with that. If, if, if it is repeated in a way that shows, however, if it is repeated in a way that shows it was meant as an insult, then it would be usher to repeat it. Now, a note of caution. Uh, Bensi, please add. If your mother is super sensitive or already bears ill feelings towards Mrs. Freed, then the halacha would be different. Oh, beautiful. This is where we have the fifth Shulchan Aruch, right? There's four halakim of the Shulchan Aruch, right? And it's said, I don't know who made that statement up, but it's a great line. There's a fifth Shulchan Aruch, which means you have to know the situation. Everyone wants to know, is it mutter or is it asr? Well, it depends on the situation. If you know your mother and Mrs. Freed don't get along, then you have to be even extra sensitive, and it sounds like don't even take a chance. The halakh is different. In such a case, even if you repeat it in a way that shows it was a compliment, don't do it, says the Chavetz Chaim. Why? Because your mother might interpret it as an, in a negative way. So if your mother and Mrs. Freed have a very good relationship, so you can go ahead and present it in a positive way. If your mother and Mrs. Freed have not a good relationship, even presenting it in a, negative, in a positive way, you're not allowed to do it. Why? Because it still might evoke these negative feelings between the two, which makes a lot of sense, right? It makes a lot of sense because we know the halacha of Lashon Hara is that you can't even repeat and say something positive about somebody, right? You have to be careful when you're sitting around with somebody and say, oh, uh, Yankel is such a great guy. And you know the guy you're talking to doesn't like Yankel so much. So even if you're going ahead and saying a positive thing, you've got to be so careful what comes out of your mouth. Question and comments? And then we begin the Holy Masil Sishar. Question comments on that. Amazing. Amazing, amazing. Yeah, Bensi, what do you say? Come on, Bensi. Add. Tell us something. Shine. Shine upon us. Some light. Oh. Yes. Right, so he's calling it Avak Rechilas. Avak. Because Lamaisa, you didn't... Remember, we're on the, sorry, if you said before, we're talking about Rechilas. So it's Rechilas, would be Avak Rechilas, because Rechilas is, Mrs. Freed said, Mom, that you are, you know, you're not a good person. That's Rechilas. Straight Rechilas. Avak Rechilas is your, Avak, by the way, everyone means like uh, the dust. Um, the dust. Because it means it's like, 
it's not actual rechilas, but it's like a, a, it, it, it smells from rechilas. So, so avak rechilas is that you're you're mentioning her name. I know. Oh, I know. All I said was Mrs. Freed, and I know that that awakens bad feelings to my mother. Then you're not allowed to do that, right? Answer the question. Does that? Right, so Avak Rechilas, Ayin Sham, Bensi Hatzadik, Hilchas Rechilas, Bez, Bez Gimel, in Hilchas in Chavetzheim. Ayin Sham, Barichas, probably how he explains. What Rebbe's saying is like a very scary thing because that means every time, if I want to repeat over something that somebody said, I have to make sure that that person likes that person. So you got to keep track of like everybody. Which means before I say something, I gotta think uh, before I talk. Yes, and like you did just say, yes. Before I sit around and I start schmoozing about someone, first of all, I always say this. You've heard this from me many times. Who's your customer? Who am I talking to? You first have to identify the guy I'm sitting with. Does this guy is this guy Machbed on Lashon Hara or he's not Machbed on Lashon Hara? And if he's not Machbed on Lashon Hara you got to assume that you're in danger zone. You're in danger zone. If you're sitting in a room, right, we're talking about in yeshiva, and this yeshiva, Baruch Shem, is makbed on Lashon Har. I mean, all yeshivas are makbed on Lashon Har. But I can't vouch for any yeshiva. I'm sure they are makbed on Lashon Har. I know over here, people don't speak Lashon Har. So I'm saying, but if you're sitting around, and the Yitzhahara is going to get you at the lunchroom, in the cafeteria, in the dining room, and you're sitting around there, you're sitting in a room at 11 o'clock at night or 1 o'clock in the morning, assume that you're in a dangerous place. You're in a very dangerous place if you're starting to talk and have conversations. Yes, you did, yeah. It's not unhealthy to be living hypervigilant like that. Is it unhealthy? Yeah, you're living like hypervigilant. Like you, every time you sit like a tank. Right, like so, right, that's a, that's, a great, that's a great question. Um, uh, so first of all, it's, right, right, right. all you need, honestly, all you need is people to hang, to hang around people who who are like you, who don't want to speak lashon hara, and then then it's the best. Then it's the best. It's like saying, you know, hanging around with people where I'm on a diet, eating salad, and I'm hanging out with people who are eating, you know, going to restaurants, eating whatever they want. Yes, that is very annoying. To do that, and that's will make you crazy. So you got to be careful with that. Correct, and that's only eating and that stuff. This is taking a bat, right? Taking a bat and smashing someone over the head. That's literally what people are doing when they speak lashon hara. They're taking a bat and they're whacking. Right? People say, "Oh, what do I do if I'm at the Shabbos table? What do I do if I'm a guest in someone's house and they're speaking lashon hara?" Like, yeah, yeah. What would you do if you were a guest at someone's house? And they took a bat and they whacked their kid in the head and started bludgeoning him, bludgeoning him, whatever the word is, <coughs> over the head. I know, oh, calm down. That's not the case. No, it's worse than that. Lashon Hara is worse than that. Lashon Hara is worse than whacking someone over the head with a bat. Yes? I think it depends on 
depends on, on, on how it, on how much person has internalized the message behind it. If it's internalized that you're calling that he has that sensitivity to other people, then it will cause nervousness. It will be part of who he is. He'll only have nervousness if it's something outside of, of himself. And he has to like, be careful all the time. But if the person's internalized it, it's part of his nature, then it will cause no, 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 no. Beautiful. Wow, Bensi. Well said, Bensi. Wow. I like that. I like that. Okay, Hashem will help us. Either way, Hashem will help each and every one of us. We're here learning the halachas because we love every Jew and we want to work on ourselves to love people more and more and more and more and more and more and to love them even more and to love them even more. That's our goal, Kashem, right? Um, right? The, uh, however much a Jew loves another Jew, that's how much Hashem loves us. And uh, I mean, Hashem loves us anyway, but I'm saying Hashem is Magdil Avasai Olav, as the Mesil Sisharim says, that, uh, that the, the more a person loves another Jew, and you're included in that Jew, so you gotta love yourself too. And that's what the Yitzhahara doesn't want you to love yourself. He doesn't want you to have faith in yourself. He doesn't want you to believe in yourself. He doesn't want you to forgive yourself. He doesn't want you to work with yourself. He doesn't want you to be happy with yourself. How can I be happy with myself? How can I be happy with myself? I've done so many affairs. How can I be happy with myself? I have so much on my mind. How can I be happy with myself when I'm such a, a dot, dot, dot? Good, so I've got to work on that. I've got to work on... Being happy with myself, I gotta work on loving myself, I gotta work on being patient with myself, I gotta work on all those things. I could say to this day, I I I have to work on all everything I just said. I have to keep on working on it every day. Every day. I've not found a day yet that I can't be more sensitive to myself and more loving to myself. And that's not a contradiction to working hard. It's not a contradiction to working hard. It's the exact opposite. You will work, as Bensi was referring, responding to Yedidya, you'll work even harder if you love yourself, if you're good to yourself. You'll work even harder. People say, oh, so I'm either a lover of myself or I'm hard on myself. And the successful people are the people who they push themselves and they're hard on themselves. It's not true. That's not true. It's not true. The lazy man's a lazy man. The lazy man hates himself. The guy who does nothing all day hates himself. The guy can go ahead and work very hard and also hate himself. But if you're someone who loves yourself and, and works with yourself, you will be so much more productive in all areas of your life. You will have so much more quality of life in everything that you do. So Hashem will help each and every one of us. We should be Zoha to see the good in ourselves, to, the, to see the good in others, to work on that and to make that a priority. And the words of the Chavetz Chaim will enter our hearts and will help us to become better, better people, better Jews, and to have better days, us and all the Jewish people. Amen. Okay. We left off, or we'll start off, in Perak Vav, and we are in, going to be talking on the next few, I'm not sure how long we're going to do this, probably the next week or so, talking about laziness. We left off last week on Thursday with this whole thing of the laziness and apathy. So I just want to clarify something. I spoke to Rav Sumcharab about it after Shir. I just want to clarify something. 
Laziness, I just want to explain something that we spoke about, but I just want to clarify. When people think of laziness, the, 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 the natural thought of laziness is of the body, which is true, which is my body is heavy and lazy. That is true. But I want to explain the concept of laziness of the brain. Laziness of the brain means that you don't think things through. I'm not talking about being positive or not being positive. That's a different conversation. That's also a result of being lazy in the brain. It means I'm not going to think about things. I'm going to whatever thoughts come to my mind, they come to my mind. Right? We live in a generation where we've all, I don't want to say we've all, I'll talk about myself. And I'm not even from the, from the cell phone generation or the entertainment system generation when I was a teenager. I, we didn't have, we, I didn't have a cell phone till we were 20, till I was 25, 27, 25, maybe 26 was the first time I had a cell phone. Could you imagine living life before that without a cell phone? So I'm saying, but the generation of watching <coughs> movies and watching, playing video games. Right? So I had the generation a little bit of playing video games, but it, was, it wasn't something that you, that you walked around with. Right? It was something that you played, whatever it was. But I'm saying, your brain was not dead. Nowadays, a person's brain can be numb for many, 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 many hours. And then you put it in the pot, you throw in drugs, you throw in drinking, you throw in watching, you throw in all of that. And what happens is your, your brain is, becomes mush. It just becomes mush. What does mush mean? It just becomes like, huh? Like you become sort of like, like you don't think things through. You don't say, okay, what is my life about? Why am I thinking this thought? Why, you don't ask, you're not working your brain. That's laziness of the brain. Is that clear? I just want to be very clear. So if somebody's going to say, because one of the things we spoke about Thursday, someone's going to say, like, oh, I don't know. If someone says the words, I don't know, whatever. I don't know, I'm not sure, whatever. Those are, right? Those are symptoms of laziness of the brain. Been there, done that, do that. I, 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 know, I know that. That's why I'm talking about it. I'm able to talk about it. Not because like, oh, because that's what I heard from other people. No. I know that feeling when it's like, oh, I don't know. Anxiety. Anxiety is all the world of I don't know. I don't know. I'm unsure. I don't know. Think it through. What does that mean? Oh, whatever. I can't talk about it. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I spoke to someone, Matsi Shabbos, spoke to someone about a shit of when we were talking about it. And all the person kept on saying, right, it was, it was a, actually a, a relative, a girl, and we were talking about it. All she, she was just saying, I don't know. I'm not sure. I don't know. I'm not sure. I don't know. I'm like, slow down. What's with the I don't know? I'm not sure. I don't know. I'm not sure. Let's clarify. Let's get it clear. That's why it's so important to talk things out with people. Because in your brain, it's like you just keep on going circular around in your brain. I don't know. I'm not sure. Whatever. I don't know. I'm not sure. Whatever. I don't know. I'm not sure. Yeah. Okay. Whatever. Blah, 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 blah. I don't know. Talk it out. Question comments. That's called laziness. That's one of the symptoms of laziness of the brain. And we all have it. Yes. Yaakov. Even, even though I didn't get any like, new information, I felt like my 
before I felt like I didn't know, and now I felt like I did, even though I didn't know. Exactly. Beautiful. Beautiful. And I just want to say something. You said something which isn't, I'm not, not saying it's not true, but I'm saying it's not, I know what you mean when you say you didn't come out with something new. Oh, oh, you did in some way, because you came out with, with clarity, right? Here, ready? I'll give you guys an example. You guys will know this a little bit, depending on your level of learning. Ready? I don't understand what the car is talking about. What do you mean? I don't understand what Tosis is talking about. What are you talking about? This is what the Gemara said. One of the things that one of my rebellion helped me said, you got to get clear what is unclear. If you just say, I don't know what, what Tosis is talking about. I don't know what the Gemara is talking about. What are you talking about? What are you talking about? Meaning, what is the Gemara saying? What is it about the Gemara that you don't understand? What is it that's not clear about the Tosos? How could you kind of, and usually you know what happens with that? You end up either getting it, or you end up being Mechavan to the Rajva, or you end up answering Tysus' Kasha. That's usually what happens. But if you're too lazy, well, yeah, what Yaakov is saying is so true, is that we think that I have to come out with something new. We think that I have to have an answer to the problem. No. Clarity is power. Getting clear that I am, right, like I said this, right? Shabbos, I struggle with Shabbos. You don't struggle with Shabbos. You have an anxiety problem, and therefore you can't let go of your phone. You say, oh, Shabbos, I don't know, Shabbos. Oh, I, I, I struggle with Gomorrah. Oh, my Rebbe, my whatever. I get, well, whatever. What, what are you talking about? Get it clear. Get it clear. Wow, another riser's hand is up, and I will stop in my tracks, and I'm going to hear it. Love you guys. standing here right now. Rabbi Tawil would, 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 would be probably trying to do Kirib on me, right? <laughs> Saying, what happened to that Yoni Fisher guy? He's still on a mountain somewhere watching Netflix. I love numbing my brain. I love numbing my brain. But the God... Okay, yeah, man. Man, yeah, yeah, he wouldn't do it. He wouldn't do it. He wouldn't do it. Look at that, maybe. <laughs> yeah, right. I love it. So Hashem knew not to make me a teenager now because He knew I wouldn't have Bechira. I would not have Bechira. I would not have the choice. Okay, I'm not getting into that. Oh, yeah, I would. That's not my point. My point is, Dove. Dove, are you? Now, I don't know. Figure it out. You got to figure out. I don't know. You got to figure out. The bottom line is like this. You're already going into detail, which is beautiful. The bottom line is. Is my brain lazy? The answer is yes. Everyone's brain is lazy. So now, 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 what do I do with it? Right? I have. I, okay. I, the, again, Doug, you already am getting into the practical advice. What I can tell you one thing. 
I walked around, Avrami's not here, Avrami Fogel, right? I spent, I was in Eretz with, with his father, with his parents, when I was married, or, uh, newlywed, and I was here, right? Uh, with, with the Shua, with the Shua, right? I walked, I'm just telling you guys what I did. We would walk during first Seder. We'd walk up and down my block, up not my, my block. Shmuel Anavi, talking the Gemara, Shak Levitaria Baal Peh. Blot after blot after blot. You know what that does to your brain? Besides that, it cleanses it. Avada cleanses it. It makes it work. It makes, you, it makes you go like this in your brain. That's what it makes you do. It makes you say, so what's the Gemara's Kasha? What's the Gemara says? Baal Peh. I just had the visa. I'm only saying it because he did it. I'm, I'm just saying it not to talk about my son. Right? My son, Nechemi, is by Baron David. He said he had a fahir over Shabbos. He was here for Shabbos. Nechemi, right? the whole time, they have a five-blot Shachlubataria test. I don't know when they do it. Oh, no. He's walking around. He's walking around. You know, doing... Look at my Baron David. He's 70 years old. He's doing it. Shachlubataria. What happened to those days? That's called laziness of the brain. So, David, you're asking a great question. Now that I'm, now that I'm, uh, you know, plagued by the numbness of the brain generation, what am I supposed to do? That's a great question. Listen, I'm guilty as well. I'm guilty as well. You know, why I'm guilty because I have a, because I'm, I'm part of this generation also. Yeah, okay, right. They'll say that that type of learning also trains your brain. Thing. Yeah, but. but is it, is it, is it okay to have a contradiction by also learning and now I'm, but I also have a side? Yeah, if you need a break. Yeah, I don't, again, your own, you gotta figure it out. David, correct. That's a good question. You gotta figure it out. I had a review when I was in 11th grade. I, I, I got you. I, I hear you. I'm not, you gotta, everyone's gotta figure out what works for them. I had a review when I was in 11th grade. I remember Rip Shaffer, anyone who knows the dairy souls, we tell him his son in law, Amukhan he used to walk around. He used to walk around the base medrash, talking to himself and learning. He'd be walking around like this. I don't know if you guys ever see anything like that. It's incredible. You think right nowadays you could do it because it's like he has a Bluetooth. Back in the day, you'd think someone's was sugar by doing it. Right, like, sitting around, walking around for hours, talking and learning. So, oh, Tomorrow he'd go like this. He'd go like this. Oh, so this. Blah, blah, blah. You know what that's called? That's called not laziness of the brain because you're thinking things through. Yes, David, you're right. That cleanses, it's tahara, it's Torah. That's a different conversation. I'm not even going out to Torah. I'm just talking about when a person like Yaakov was saying, when I talk things out from a, to a person, that also gets my brain to be clear. So whatever eats that you're gonna do, David, yeah. it's, it's, it's just to be aware that I wanna work my brain as much as I can. And I think, I'm not sure, I don't know the science of it, I think we are plagued with a big laziness of the brain because, because it used to be if you wanted to go to a movie, when I was a teenager, when you went, wanted to go watch a movie, you would have to go to the movie theater. And that's it. There were five movies playing. That was it, guys. You'd have to go to the movie theater. I'd wait to suck for a Sunday when I was a kid to go to the movie theaters. Could you imagine that? I had to wait a full week to go and sit and watch a movie, right? Now, a person could say, okay, it's Bainas Manim, I'm gonna sit and watch seven hours, right, and scroll on my phone, right? Now, and again, I'm not, I'm not, I'm, not, I'm just saying the facts, 
and numbing your brain, and that gives stimulation. Someone was telling me recently, he said, their kid, their like three-year-old kid, right, is already like addicted, right, I know with my kids, you know, it's a whole thing, me and my wife have to go through like, okay, they're allowed to watch for a half hour, especially with Zoom, especially with Corona not being in school, right, what does that do? It causes a numbness of the brain, I don't know if that's the right word, and, and, and that's a very dangerous thing, that's all. Frying, right, correct. And then you put on top of that, David, you put on top of that alcohol, you put on top of that drugs, you put on top of that movies, right? You put on top of all that, and then you wonder why someone says, oh, so how are you doing? And the guy's like, yeah. <laughs> so how do you feel about life? Yep. <laughs> I don't know why I just can't get my life together. I mean, that's already a great statement. I can't get my life together. Just sort of like, I don't know what's wrong with me. Like, I don't know why I'm just so unmotivated. And that's also a good line already. Sorry to get into But it's like, it's like, whatever. You know, you know, you know what I'm saying? It's terrible. Is there a way to help yourself continue to also watch the movie that You're holding on, David. You're holding on. <laughs> I don't know. I, no, I, I didn't mean that in a. I meant it. David, I took I took off and, I, and I'll, I'll take the round of applause because I'm proud. I was thinking over this vacation to get rid of my my two. I have two more apps. My two more news from news apps. I got rid of two of them already, and I'm going to do it, guys. I am going to do it. Yeah. yeah I'll tell you what, and I will tell you what, and I'm going to, as Chatoya and Imas here, Chatoya, you should be my Chatoya. Amen, you should be my Chatoya. I'm on vacation, I'm in the Tanya, I'm on the beach, right? And what am I, what am I, what am I, I'm, I'm, in, I'm in a, on a porch, a beautiful thing, and what's in my hand, and what am I scrolling on, 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 on I don't want to say the, the news thing, on a from news thing, and, I, and I'm okay with that. Like Doug, like you're saying, it's okay. But I said to myself, what? Good, I'm a Kabbalah the Muslim. Good, I'm a Kabbalah the Muslim, David. Good, I'm a Kabbalah the Muslim. No, but this is what I'm saying. What I'm saying is, David, is that for a moment in my heart, I said, maybe, not the whole time, but I said, maybe I just gotta get, what do I need this for? So maybe? is there a way to, to also have it and punch yourself or yeah, I don't know. I'm just saying I'm like, I, don't, I, I, mean, I, I don't know. I, 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 I don't know. I, I, that's a private conversation. I'm not sure. No, it's fine. No, I'm not doing public. It's fine though. My <laughs> advice to you, my advice is keep on coming to Mr. Sharm. Yeah. Come, keep on asking questions like that. And, and these are things that we gotta figure out together. We have to figure out. And I want to say something. The generations, your children, if you don't get it right, if you don't get it right. Your wife, your family, how many families? How many families can sit around, right? And everybody is, yeah, go ahead. What is Rebbe do to help make sure his children look? Why is Rebbe put a time on Rebbe's phone? Yeah, you know why? Can I tell you why? I'll tell you why. Because I grew up at a time that you guys did not grow up. When I went in a car with my father and my mother and my brothers, you know what we had to do? 
we, I don't know, I don't know if we talked, we fought, we taught, we, we, whatever we did, but we were not able. So I don't know why I do this. My, my, my kids might be like, I don't know what's wrong with my father, and they might not do it, but that's okay. It's a different conversation, right? Whatever they do, they'll do. But I say like the first half hour when we're on a trip, first half hour, 45 minutes, I'm like, no, this, this is the words. No electronics. Why dub it? Because I had that concept. And I know what that is. I say, look out the window. They're probably going to be like, kids, when you go in the car, electronics. You know, that's how it works. You know, different generations do different things. But I'm saying, that, that's what it is. So I can't tell you what to do. Is there a way also to... Is there a way? What's your question, though? What's your question? Just be watching and doing everything. And with, with and like being uh, It's not functional. The more unlazy you are with your brain, the better off you're going to be. Is there a way to not be in my brain and have these things? No. Again, dub it. Dub it. Every time you're going to be unlazy with your brain, you're going to be unlazy so with your brain. I don't know. No, that's what, I'm not saying you have to drop all these things. That's a personal thing. Okay, we'll move on. Dub it. I got you. Beautiful. Dub it. Dub it. All right. Come back. Come back tomorrow. Come back tomorrow. We'll talk, we'll talk, we'll talk, huh? We'll talk, I got you, I hear it. I hear it, man, take it slow. I think it's slow. Yes, Meyer, you had your hand up. Oh, uh, um, it's not satisfying. It's okay. Yeah, go. Whenever you're talking about how laziness is a, you know, causes anxiety, I think. Yes, for sure, yes. So isn't that like, uh, not kind of, it's like a pretty good line, because Inside, like everything just goes quickly, and you think that you're doing it a lot, and you're thinking things through. You're not thinking things. Hold up, that's a lie. I don't mean you're lying. Don't think things through when you have anxiety. But you feel like that. No, you know your mind is racing. You're not thinking things through rationally. You have racing thoughts. That's a conversation we have to share. You'll have when's the group today? Anxiety. Perfect timing. Go to anxiety at 4 o'clock, and you'll learn more about anxiety. Anxiety is not thinking things through. It's thinking things. It's thinking things. Having things think for you. Okay, beautiful. I don't even know what time we're up to. 46. Okay, yeah, we're good. Um, let me just read one line in the Masil Sisharim. This is amazing. Yeah, but this is all Masil Sharm. Says Masil Sharm. Kine, here it is. This is it, guys. We're going to finish this. Kine, Ha'atzel, we might have said this last week, but I'm going to end off with this. Ha'atzel, Afafishena Oserab, Even though the lazy thinker and the lazy doer is not actively doing something wrong, he's not actively doing something wrong. Hine, Umevius Haralov, Beshev Altasashalom. He's actively doing something wrong by not doing something right, by not thinking things through properly, by being, by not, as Yaakov was saying, as not talking things out with somebody, keeping things in your head. And that's why I say it's harder to get out of your bed. I'm sorry. It's harder to get out of your head than out of your bed. It's harder to get out of your head than out of your bed. Because out of your bed is just physically, you just got to like put your feet down and get out. To get out of your brain and also dove it, just to answer your question. Just to answer your question. 
Laziness is something that comes every day. Every day it comes to a person. Every day it comes to a person. They say a masmid is not how many hours he learns, right? Bensi, how many times did you hear this? Too many, right? So, so explain the pshat, Bensi, explain to us. You guys know what that means? Someone who learns a lot of Torah is not, doesn't go by the hours. It goes by the minutes. Explain, Bensi, what that means. What does it mean? That's not laziness of the brain. Laziness of the brain, right, guys? When you're, la- when you're lazy in your learning, right, you space out, you look over there, you look over there, you look all around. When a person is focused and a person needs to write, that's why it's good to have a charusu who challenges you. That's why it's good to have somebody who challenges your thinking. That's why if you're in a bad mood, you want to challenge yourself. Why am I in a bad mood? The reason I'm in a bad mood is, the, oh, Rabbi, you missed the whole thing on this. I, I, I start off. This was a, pro, this was a, well, you missed it. This was a, uh, a follow-up on Thursday. Not the brain. Hashem should help all of us. Says the Mesil Zisharim. Look what he says. He is the brother of the destroyer. The person who doesn't compliment his wife because he's too lazy. The person who doesn't say thank you because he's too lazy. The person who doesn't say good morning because he's too lazy. The person who doesn't go to therapy because he doesn't want to deal with things. The person who just wants to go ahead and just whatever I don't know. The world of whatever I don't know is equal, says the Mesil Zisharim, to the destroyer. If you want to destroy your life slowly, then give in to your laziness. And there's nothing wrong with recognizing that you have laziness. If the Chazonish can say that he was the laziest person who he ever met, and I believe that. I believe that. I mamish believe that. I really believe that. Why? Because what did he do? He battled it. He battled it. If you're a negative thinker, if you have negative thinking, then all you have to do is say, it's okay. I got to learn to become a more positive thinker. I got to learn to be someone who does things. And we all know in our thoughts and fears, fears is false evidence appearing real. All fears, all fears are, what's going to be when I this? What's going to happen when I this? What's going to be when I do this? Hashem will help each and every one of us. Shkayach David Reiser, special guest speaker, David Reiser. Thank you. Yes, Shlaimi. Get sore. You can't start, you can't run, uh, you can't numb it for five years and expect to think the whole day. 
Beautiful. Beautiful. I, I do want to give thank you, Flamey. You just I, I want to end off with this because it's important. I, and, and I'm saying this to everybody here. Read books. Read a book. Listen, and this is all I even say. Listen to a, a podcast about 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 things that are that are that are making you think about life. Read a book for 15 minutes a day. Train your brain to think things through. To think, think, write things out. Do actions that actively help you think about life, think about yourself, think about things. Yes, Bensi. I'm thinking what you just said is the question, right? Even if the end goal should be that eventually, yeah, that person isn't numbing his brain, maybe, I'm not saying ever, that person won't have his brain numb. But if a person goes from 0 to 60, that quickly, it's not going to work. So, yeah, the end goal might be not to have any brain numbers. But Process, right? Trying to say, no, don't do it. Right. 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 Exactly. 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 Beautiful. Exactly. Right. Exactly. Right. Exactly. Right. 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 They want the truth. They want the MS so it comes from a good place. And yeah, yesh v'yesh. We've got to work together. Hashem should help us all. We will all be zocha. Yes, harav. Harav. Chacham. Chacham. How many days left? Oh, thank you. Uh, <laughs> all right. Thank you, harav. We didn't even set that up. See, I was going to finish up. See, that's what happens when you don't do it right away. Okay. Here it is, guys. I'm going to post something here to Shem. I want the Holy Chibit to do Okay. Once Rosh Chodesh Adar comes in, and of course people can do chuba, especially on Purim itself. You can do chuba itself, and you can change your whole life in one day, 100%. Okay, I'm going to start off. I'm going to start off with Rosh Chodesh Adar, and then I'll get to Purim. Because Rosh Chodesh Adar, once we start singing Misha, 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 it's beautiful to sing that, but it also can be very sad to sing that because that means that basically your zman. Your winter's man is over, right? Once you start hearing Shemi, 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 right? It's like a scary song to start to start singing because that means basically that yeah, I came to Eretz Yisrael and I had my winter's man, and what did I do? So here we go. The amount of yeshiva days left. This does not include Friday Shabbos because Friday is chilled and Shabbos. I mean Shabbos is halid, but you know what I'm saying. I'm talking about yeshiva. Days left till Rosh Chodesh Adar are 38. Okay, go count it yourself, honey. 38 days left till Rosh Chodesh Adar. And no offense to anybody, no offense to anybody, but if you reach Rosh Chodesh Adar and you are still where you were when you got off the plane, shame on you, right? I mean, come on. Come on. It's guilt on you. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's okay. Hashem should help all of us. And then do the math from Rosh Chodesh Adar. But in my opinion, that's the way it works. Once you hear Rosh Chodesh Adar, like I said, you can do tshuva. Oh, I'm going to make the next two weeks great while I'm packing. You can pack. You will start packing. You'll be looking at your flight itinerary. You will be looking at your flight itinerary. 38 days left of 
the winter smile. Look in the mirror. Look in the mirror hard, hard and, and, and serious. Thank you, Arab, for reminding me. Let us be Zoha to me. A little bit of a mess in his that just gave him massive anxiety. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. True. That's good. Halavai. Halavai. Correct. Correct. Yeah, Correct. Yes. Correct. I mean, yes. So you'll add a few for Shabbos. Yeah, you'll add a few. Yes. 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 Have a wonderful day, everybody. Smash your rearview mirrors. Today is the first day as Berko, Benjamin Berkowitz. Today is the only day you got, everybody. Today is the only day you got.